welcome to Sugar Work Going Down Podcasting, a follow-up boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, it's me, Joe. We're back in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> we went in We're... our way back machine for this uh-huh. one. This is a time travel machine that is powered by angsty teenagers screaming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh wow, this was a really effective trip this week. <laughs> Because we we have Calm Before the Storm, which is the oldest song on Take This to Your Grave, because this is an updated version from the EP, The Evening Out with Your Girlfriend. It sure is, Joe. I did not look up the original version. I probably should have. What I read was that they just pretty much sped up one of the guitar riffs and changed some lyrics, and now it sounds like they recorded it in a studio. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like a more cleaned up version, and some of the lyrics are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were they were passionate about this one ending up on the record, according to them. For some reason. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. This is like, not to sound like my Guitar Hero podcast, but I cannot believe this song is four and a half minutes long. Like when it's... I looked at when I looked it up on Spotify like an hour ago, I was like, I would guess this is like two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't seem like it's as long as it is. And then you're like, wow. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, it's just the one thing they do the one thing for two minutes and it's over but no they do they do it for four minutes and it doesn't really feel too long when i listen to it yeah no it doesn't like it does it genuinely doesn't feel like a four minute song and it doesn't feel like it overstays its welcome it's just kind of there and it's just kind of surprising when you're like Mm -hmm. oh wow that was like four minutes yeah it just kind of grooves yeah it just it just kind of finds its grooves and it, it hangs out and then it's fine and it's good there's not even like a ton of difference between like the the energy of the chorus and the energy of the verse or whatever up until like the end of the song like the last minute i think there's some change-ups after the the music kind of drops out and it's just patrick singing which in patrick's words he described it as yeah this is just one of those things we have in the old fallout boy toolbox <laughs> that we just we just pull it we just drop that the music out and it makes the lyric one of the lyrics we want to stand out stand out and i'm like yeah you is that, is that all you have in the box? <laughs> <laughs> There's just one tool in a very large box. Uh-huh. The, no, the other tool is uh, Pete does a does a spin in the air. That's about it. Yeah. But, the um, other tool is Pete makes a fucking movie reference. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's there yet. That probably shows up uh, on the second album. I want to see. We're going to have to keep an eye out. Yeah, I don't know if there's any particular movie references on take this to your grave but at least like if, if the other if the other tool is references i think that's here and then later pete's like why would i reference anything that isn't a movie cinema is the greatest art mm-hmm. which is why i'm a pop punk musician exactly and why kojima makes games it all tracks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i really like movies but i can't do it so i'll just think about it while i'm doing my thing and then <laughs> People will love it because they also love Pete Wentz. Oh man, I do not want Pete Wentz and Kojima to work together. Because like, if you thought either were bad, if you thought either were bad about misogyny on their own, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, that's a nightmare pairing. Uh, Metal Gear Solid follow up on music video win. That's gotta (laughs) exist already. Someone's had to have done that. Oh, I'm sure. Anyways, this song, "Calm Before the Storm." It's all right. I don't know if there's much else to talk about sonically. I feel like the Take This to Your Grave 
episodes are going to be a little bit shorter. Yeah, I mean, I like the way it sounds a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's There's not really anything to point out other than, like, yeah, this is a really good early 2000s, like, pop-punk track. It, it has a good drive to it. Yeah, it's... I don't have anything else to add to it. I just like it. It bops. Set outside my front window. This story's going somewhere. He's well hung and I am hanging on. This is a song that was, a lot of these lyrics are written by Patrick. It looks like, according to this, it says the uh, Pete Wentz made the changes for this uh, album version, especially in the second verse, which I guess we'll get to. Right out the gate, verse one. I sat outside my front window. This story's going somewhere. He's well hung, and I am hanging up. Yep. Patrick wrote that, if you can believe it. (laughs) Uh, in this, there's like a band commentary video that I watched, and uh, a lot of people apparently think it's, and I understandably because it sounds like it, but a lot of people think he's well hung and I'm hanging on. That's what I thought. Yeah, which Patrick, it's weird because Patrick wrote that lyric and says it, and he's like, it, it makes people picture this sort of like X-rated thing, but no, it's hanging up. There's a phone, <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, he still got this phrase, he's well hung, so I don't know if yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's still you're still well hung in it. <laughs> Who is well yeah. hung, Patrick? Like, like Patrick, you're missing the point, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, this story is going somewhere. He's well hung and I'm hanging up. There's a song on the radio that says, let's get this party started. So, let's get this party started. What song... Okay, the annotation answers my question. It was probably Pink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, get, this, get the party started was uh, a single of Pink in 2001, which is good. I do like that Patrick's like, man, I love Pink. Listen to Pink on the radio and then <laughs> write about it in my Fall Out Boy song. But then they start a party in the form of a pre-chorus. Yep. What you do on your own time is just fine, Joe. Uh-huh. That is what he says. It's also what I tell you whenever yeah. we're not podcasting together. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, just fine. It's just fine. It's fine. Whatever you want to do. I just, I'm, I don't even want to read this whole annotation, but I, I just like that it ends with this idea is expressed often, though less tongue-in-cheek, in songwriting and literature, including Shakespeare's <laughs> Othello. <laughs> what? I guess. I guess. I mean, like... Uh, I fucking guess. So the song's about, like, or at least this this lyric is about, like... Uh, so the full thing is what you do in your own time is just fine. My imagination's much worse. I just never want to know, which um, in this context is probably about like cheating or something. Just like, I just, you know, I just don't want to think about it. If I think about it, it'll probably be worse than it is. Um, paranoia, whatever. Uh, relationship struggles. But Othello is a good comparison point, I think. <laughs> it's just like, what a pull. Uh-huh. What's, I, there's like this weird... 
I don't know if it's just Genius.com, please sponsor us, and the way that their user base annotates things, or if it's specifically Fallout Boy fans that are like, what's the highest fucking pull I can get? Like, what's the highest literature, highest theory I can relate <laughs> to this Fallout Boy song? I don't know. We, we, we'd we have to research other bands on Genius.com. Which I won't be doing. No. But... I think it's funny because, as we know from Pete's veri- verified annotations, he pulls from, like, the bottom of the barrel for his own references. Oh, yeah. So it's just really funny. It's probably because, like, every Fall Out Boy fan that wants to annotate lyrics is probably in an AP literature class. <laughs> I would God, have to yeah. guess. Probably. Or, like... Or was when they wrote their yeah. thing. Because some of these just, are old. Just perpetual AP lit. Oh, this first one was created six years ago. Jesus. By Mr. Sandman. Sand me a man. Oh, what meant the world had folded like legs and fingers holding on to what escapes me. What he has, a better kiss that never lasts. What? <laughs> I feel like my brain turned off in the middle of reading that. Yeah, mine does every time I read it. Oh, I just never want to know what meant the world to full. No, it does not better. <laughs> it's not better with the line before it. It's it's just it's not it's not great. No, it probably means something. This uh this song really reminds me of really early Coheed, uh Coheed and Cambria. Uh, not just there's like some vocal deliveries that really strike me as like second stage turbine blade stuff, which is their first record. Uh, but. This ver- this pre-chorus also is just like, I'm sure this means something. And this is just a really obtuse way to fucking word it. Um, like, yeah. in terms of, like, parsable sentence structure. Not even word choice. Because, like, all right, folded probably like means fingers, giving up. fingers, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you connect it to, like, legs and fingers, which, yeah, could fold or whatever. Holding on to what escapes me. Or they're folding around something. And then now you're talking about the cheating again. And it's just like, all right, I get it. But... W- it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but what? But what? It, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, just, I get uh, it, but it's a very, like, convoluted way of getting there. Mm-hmm. I'd have to double check on the actual vocal delivery of it if it's like, all right, choosing these syllables works. What he has a better kiss or better kiss that never lasts. You said he's well hung. I don't know if the kiss is what's important here, buddy. <laughs> but it never lasts, so there's like, you know, it's not worth it. Then it swings into the chorus, uh, which is like kind of lower energy, I think. Yeah. Than the, than the verses, which is an interesting decision. Maybe it's the calm before the storm. Wouldn't it have to come before <laughs> the lyrics then? Um, maybe verse two is the storm. All right. I don't know. I, I, didn't don't write know. The, I didn't write the fucking song. <laughs> God. Okay.
said, between your smiles and regrets, don't say it's over. Dead and gone. Dead and gone. Yeah. The calm before the storm set it off, and the sun burnt out tonight. That sounds pretty fucking dramatic, bud. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, receptionless, than, or reception less than warm set it off, and the sun burnt out too. I mean, I don't hate it. No, it's just, it's pretty uh, surface level overall. Yeah, I mean, it definitely just kind of conveys what it's going for. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of uh, deep metaphors or anything. It's just, And it's not really Which like... I don't actually mind, honestly. No, it's it's fine. It's just also this sort of like B minus. It's not like spectacular what it's doing either. It's just good. Yeah, like it's not like it's fine. Like it's solid. It's not amazing but like it gets the job done yeah b plus maybe a dead and gone i do like his delivery on it i do think like it sounds great i what is i I i'll have to wonder what set it off means and then like the sun burnt out it's just like again it's just like weirdly dramatic and i'm not sure if there is a meaning underneath it that is yeah like, i guess i just assumed that the the it was like the breakup or whatever yeah and thus the the sun burning out is is things getting bleak or whatever yeah it's I, him being sad yeah there's uh i don't know if, how i feel about the posing of how this chorus starts of just like it, it's it's phrased in a way in which the speaker is still the one in power which is weird um because it's not even just like i the speaker was cheated on and then left their partner it's like the partner is still like hey this let's not do that and it's just like i don't know it's weird yeah it's probably the real of it is definitely super weird it's probably based on like real thing but nonetheless let me read this annotation calm before the storm is a great metaphor to describe the relationship <laughs> <laughs> from the guy's perspective the girl stops talking to him and everything goes quiet calm then suddenly it blows up in his face when he finds out she's been with someone else the whole time and then it's just a picture of, like, a, a sunset on a dock. <laughs> and it's like, I guess you could, I guess that's kind of, looks like a storm is brewing over there. Yeah, kinda. Anyways, sure. It's fine. Verse two. This is me standing in the arch This is me, standing in the arch of the door, hating that look that's on your face that says there's another fool like me. And then there's one born every minute times two. I can't believe someone else is into you and is going to deal with the shit that you gave me. Yeah, like, I can't believe there's another fucking dumbass who's going to deal with you. And it's like, all right, calm down. It's weird because the song doesn't seem to be about relationship bad and now it's over. Because of this final straw. It seems to be just the final straw. So, I, and it doesn't, and that, that sentiment of that verse two seems to be more about like, ah, oh, someone else is going to have to put up with the shit and not like the specifics of, 
Uh, does he think you're just going to cheat on him later, too? Patented Pete wins Vegas. Yeah. I don't even know. I like how Patrick sings it. That's my that's my positive note on it. That is mine as well. I do enjoy the way that it sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I think there's a good energy to this song sonically. And then it's just like, it's it's not even the worst, like, breakup bad bad song that i think they've written yeah. or on this record by a, by a pretty wide margin <laughs> yeah no it's it's definitely tamer in that regard mm-hmm. i kind of at least i'm gonna look at the original one the original verse two what did pete ruin oh no it was probably worse <laughs> i just read the first one it's like the next time the phone can ring my neck yeah I'm not answering it. it. It gets no answer. Which I guess is still just like, I'm angry at X. But I feel like almost, as much as I'm like, that line is heavy, I think it's probably still better in tune. Or like in like the tone of the rest of the song. Yeah. Whereas like this one I think is like, weirdly off. Like like vague. Or like maybe it's just, I think it's probably more specific to a specific instance. But as a result, the rest of the song kind of being about a different aspect of it is weird. It sounds fine. It also goes by pretty quick uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, uh, the, the chorus being most of the song. Yeah. Uh, there's another pre-chorus, but this one has different words. Uh, what you do on your own time is just fine. That's still there. Uh, my imagination's much worse. I just never want to know. And then the changed part is... What meant the world imploded, inflated, then demoted. All my oxygen to... Is that, Product gas. Is that real or is it produce? Is it a typo? I don't know. And, and suffocated my last chance to say the chorus. And that's it for the rest of the song is the, the, the chorus. And then it changes up sonically with like a, a, uh, a chorus of screaming peats. Which, um, it's good. I like it. I think it actually creates a really good, like, contrast between Patrick singing this, like, melody lead and, like, this screaming gang vocal behind him. I think it conveys the, the energy of the, of the song and sentiment pretty well.
fine. The song's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's a bop. Like I was listening to it and I was like, yeah, I still kind of enjoy this song. And I was like, I'm probably not gonna think too hard about the lyrics to keep enjoying this song, but mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's fine. It's like a it's like a B plus. It's a B B plus or B minus depending on the day. Yeah. yeah, I'd say that checks out. Mm-hmm. And the sun burnt out tonight. I do. I, I just like I. I just want to leave the sanitation up because I. It's got a picture of like a man choking. I'm literally looking at the same exact thing right now. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of how I feel sometimes too. <laughs> uh, anyways, I think that's the episode. <laughs> I think we've. I think we've done it. Yeah. There's no video. Yeah, there's no video. Um, there's not really anything else to say about the, the sound or the lyrics. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, it, I I think we're gonna pair it with a Coheed song off their first record, probably like thirty three or something. Um, just because it kind of reminds me of a similar sort of energy and drive to early two thousands Coheed and Cambria. But anyways, Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Where are you on the internet? <laughs> such a tiny little where um where? you could uh you could find me on twitter.com at cg and eight r's and from there i have other stuff that you can find including um our website your geeky gal pal is launching into our pride month coverage which Woo. is going to be dope we have paid guest writers coming on the first of which is going to launch on friday um and it's rad so you should check it out fuck yeah i'm stoked me too. These th- these pieces are gonna fucking rule. I'm so excited. I can't wait. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O, uh, tweeting about whatever the fuck I I do, and uh, that includes a bunch of other podcasts I make, such as as I referenced earlier, 294 Note Streak, uh, which is a Guitar Hero podcast in which my friend Riley and I use a bracket to figure out what the best song in Guitar Hero is. Uh, we just finished round one of like the first um, level of like matchups, whatever. Now we're going to swing back through round two, I think next Thursday on when this comes out. And then, I don't know, Jewelry's there. <laughs> My other friend Jewelry is there. <laughs> Sometimes it helps break ties. Sometimes Jewelry is the only person who feels the way that he does. And it's great. It's fun. It's a lot of, it was a lot of fun to do those. And yeah, I think I think that's it. You can follow this show on Twitter at SWGDPod, uh, where we make shit posts about Fallout Boy and nothing else. Yep. We do also tweet the episodes. <laughs> yes, we tweet when episodes come out too. Uh you can uh also also we don't really use the hashtag since we made the Twitter, but there is a hashtag for FOBcast. Um the pairing playlist, you can find a link to that in the show notes. Um, it's a Spotify playlist where every week I, I pick a song. You'll probably know if you listen to the plugs. And what? There's oh, the link to the Discord, the Orange Groves Discord server. You can find a link to that in the show notes as well. And talk to us in the the room for this show, um, which is the Discord server for the network that we're on called the Orange Groves. Theorangegroves.com. You can go there and uh, check out. I'm sorry, he was like reading a tweet. You can go there and check out all the other shows <laughs> on the network and support it. Um, I'm going to try and do some cool stuff for Pride Month as well. So yeah, lots to look forward to in June, including my birthday. 
Yeah. So that's it. Caitlin. Yes, Jeff. Is this more than you bargained for yet? This one was a little underwhelming. Yeah. 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 Oh well. This next the next one won't be. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Truly was the calm before the storm. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Martin. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Each week, I'm going to try and solve an old defunct ARG, and Martin's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. Martin, what ARGs have we covered so far? So far, we have covered Spectacular Organic Frog Fractions 2, Sexy Girl Max 2019, and This is My Milwaukee. And that list is only going to continue to grow. Yep. Come check us out every other Thursday on the Orange Groves Network. And you can find us at argonautspod.com. 